Up next is a daily devotional by Pastor Tim Dodson, pastor of Believer's Church in Menominee, Wisconsin. Subscribe to our podcast by visiting burningdogradio.com and clicking on subscribe. Thanks for listening to Burning Dog Radio. We're looking at John chapter 12, verses 20 through 26. And where we left off, we were talking about people who are confessors and professors. Um, The real Christian and the one who merely serves uh, the issue with lip service. And we talked about, uh, we're just entering into the issue of making judgments, of judging on that aspect. And that's where we pick up um, the issue today. Certainly there are those when the subject of judgment is broached who become very uncomfortable. For who is not familiar with the oft-quoted passage, Matthew 7 verse 1, that says, Don't judge so that you won't be judged. We are also very familiar with such passages as Hebrews 10 verse 30 that says, Vengeance belongs to me, I will repay says the Lord, and again, the Lord will judge his people. So, what are we to make of this situation then? When, if ever, is making a judgment as to someone's spiritual standing, when are we to make that kind of judgment? When, when is it appropriate? Second Chronicles 19.6 says, Consider what you do, for you don't judge for man, but for Yahweh. And he is with you in the judgment. Now, in the world today, The admonition not to judge is frequently used to place kind of a a virtual gag order over those who would speak up against popular and accepted social practices. Even some Christians will use the don't judge me stance when erroneous teachings and ministries in the greater church are examined. I myself have been often criticized for this practice, yet, you know, according to scripture, those who do not judge are more likely to be led astray by false doctrines and are certainly less effective witnesses for Christ. So what does it actually mean to judge then? Well, Webster's defines the act of judging as, quote, to form an opinion about through careful weighing of evidence and testing of premises, end quote. Simply stated, judging then is the process of evaluation that people naturally employ every day to make determinations of what is true. We, dr- we judge, rather, when we need to leave on, uh, leave to arrive on time, let's say, to go to a particular destination. We judge what we should wear based on what the weather is for the, j- the day. We judge the credibility of others or those we, we're doing business with, etc. The problem you see arises because judging, well, can be quite subjective. In other words, your judgments are most often based upon your uh, perceptions, your motives, your understandings. This is why two people can judge the exact same situation and come up with two different determinations. Since the judgments of man are therefore rooted in the opinions of man, no man's judgments can be taken as absolute or the complete truth. This is the implied accusation behind every admonition in Scripture not to judge. 
you know, who are you to judge? What makes you think your judgments are sure? We know from scripture that God is the judge of all. Uh, God is set in the position as our judge because he is all knowing and he is all truth. As such, God's judgments are always righteous and true always. Although God alone is the judge, this does not, and this is imperative for us today, this does not mean that only God judges. In fact, the Word of God says that God enables man to judge, commands man to judge, and frankly is pleased with those who seek to judge righteously. Scripture clearly shows that throughout time, God has imparted to man the authority to judge. Now in Zechariah 3, verse 7, God states that he gives those who obey him the authority to judge. That verse goes like this. Yahweh of armies says, quote, If you will walk in my ways, and if you will follow my instructions, then you also shall judge my house, and you shall keep my courts, and I will give you a place of access among those who stand by, end quote. And there are also additional references in Scripture as to this process of judging that does not specifically use the word judge, but the meaning is still there and it's clear. For example, in the original languages, the words translated as judge in Scripture, they're also translated as um, examine, search, discern, ask, question, contend, esteem, and determine. In the Old Testament, God specifically identified those who uh, were set in positions as judges over his people, as chronicled actually in the book of Judges. We also see that one responsibility of the prophets was to, to declare God's judgment to the people. In the book of Ezra, chapter 7, verse 25, it states that those who judge serve two purposes. One, to judge those who know the law, and two, to teach the law to those who do not know. Scripture also shows that God considers the exercise of judgment to be evidence of our seeking truth. Jeremiah 5.1 says, Run back and forth through the streets of Jerusalem and see now and know and seek its wide places. If you can find a man, if there is anyone who does justly, who seeks truth, then I will pardon her. And you see, that passage right there requires aspects of judgment. The fact that the desire to judge righteously is highly esteemed by God, it's clearly illustrated in such places like 1 Kings chapter 3, verses 9 through 13. In verse 9, King Solomon asks, quote, Give your servant, therefore, an understanding heart to judge your people, that I may discern between good and evil. And who is able to judge this great people of yours, end quote. So we see here that Solomon asked God for discernment to judge between good and bad. And this request not only pleased the Lord, but God blessed Solomon greatly for even asking for the wisdom to judge. In the New Testament, we continue to see that God expects us to exercise judgment. Jesus himself criticized the Pharisees for being unable to judge the spiritual things of God 
and the importance of judging spiritual matters. This continues to be stressed throughout his disciples' ministries. And furthermore, we're told that it is actually our shame if there is none among us who can judge the things of God. God also states that judgment is considered one of the weightier aspects of God's law, even more than offerings. When citing God's command not to judge, we know that people often refer to Matthew 7, 1. But let's look at the complete that complete scripture in context. It says this, Don't judge so that you won't be judged. For with whatever judgment you judge, you will be judged. And with whatever measure you measure, it will be measured to you. Why do you see the speck that is in your brother's eye, but don't consider the beam that is in your own eye? Or how will you tell your brother, let me remove the speck from your eye and behold, the beam is in your own eye? You hypocrite. First remove the beam out of your own eye and then you can see clearly to remove the speck out of your brother's eye. Now that's Matthew again, Matthew 7 verses 1 to 5. Now Jesus clearly said here, admittedly, do not judge so that you will not be judged. But let's pause here for a minute, take a step back. Who is he speaking to here? In fact, he identifies his audience in verse 5 with the words, you hypocrite. So Jesus is not forbidding Christians to judge, that is, unless he's calling every, every Christian a hypocrite. He's, in fact, warning that we will be held accountable for what we know. In other words, if we know enough about sinful behavior to tell others what is wrong, then we have no excuse as to why that sin would be present in our own lives. This is consistent with Paul's advice back in 1 Corinthians 11, 31 and 32, where it speaks of how we judge ourselves and that we are to judge ourselves first so that we will not be judged uh, wrongly. As, as Jesus says in verse 5 of our text, we should cast the beam out of our own eye and then we are in a position to point out the fault to others. In truth, God does not forbid us to judge, but he sets up conditions wherein we must judge. That was our daily devotions by Pastor Tim Dodson. To learn more about Tim Dodson or Believer's Church, visit jfbelievers.com.